Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of New Vida Let's Talk. Today we're honored to have Marty Party and Victor, collectively known as The Chemist, you know, uh, doing some big things out here in Ottawa. And we're, we're honestly, thank you guys first of all for coming out. And uh, can you guys give us a little background, you know, maybe we can start with uh, Marty Party, then Victor, uh, just who you are and what you do. Thanks for having us guys, appreciate that. You know, 21st episode, we're out here. Um, yeah, I guess my name is Marty Party, and I have been making music for a little while now. I'm a little bit older. I'm near my 30s, and I've been trying to freestyle and make some music by myself. And I kind of gave up on that, you know, as I was like still in school and whatever. And then I met Victor through a friend, and uh, we spent a lot of years making music together under my moniker. And we'd make stuff like from scratch. Like I'd bring a poem to him, and then we would make a whole beat from scratch, a whole idea. And we would. He'd help me sing it. He'd help me write certain things. And then we made a couple of mixtapes together in like a few years time, organized some shows, you know, made some releases, you know, just tried it out. And I felt really good about it because I had given up on it. Right. Yeah. Luckily, I met Victor. Yeah. And then uh, at some point we ended up making The Chemists. Victor, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess I uh, I opened a studio in 20. We'll say 2018, because it started sort of as just a room. And then uh, eventually I built walls and built kind of like a real studio with some help from like a family friend and stuff and uh, decided to really take music seriously. I used to play in bands like in high school and stuff like that. And I had a band that uh, gained some traction. We signed to this sort of mid-tier metal label in Ohio. And then we uh, we toured for a year and a half, two years. And then that, that sort of fizzled out. So around when that happened, like I was a little lost. Like I was like, do I go back to school? Um, what do I do? And then uh, it was my mom really was a big guiding factor in like, no, nah, you got to do music. Like, and she helped me a lot, like a lot along the way, loaned me a little bit of money and uh, helped me uh, build my uh, studio. And then um, originally I built it just to like write songs and shop them around and like produce beats a little bit here and there. But um, you know, nowadays with like FL studio and there's just like the rise of the bedroom producer that like, you don't really need some guy to make you beats anymore. So I sort of got, really enthralled with like engineering and the technical component of like what goes into recording and mixing a record. And, um, and then, yeah, that was around the time when I met Marty, like that, like I had a, a functional studio for about like a month when I met Marty and then, uh, yeah. And then like, that's sort of where your story picks up. Um, and then I guess the chemist as uh, as an idea came about, um, I guess like, I'm not going to say probably like early 2021 because I was the beginning of a year. Yeah, I would say early 2021 was sort of when we were like, well, we already had a bunch of songs that we'd made together because yeah. I come from an artistic background. So like that part of that bone of your body never disappears. Like even if you're behind the scenes, like you still have a, a little bit of an inkling to get out there. And, it, and I feel like being like the, the artist component makes you good. I feel like as a producer and an engineer as well, like understanding the perspective of an artist. Um, kinda, How young were you when you first like, like, picked up an instrument or when you first got into music like um oh i was forced into piano lessons when i was like five or six and then i hated that so i quit <laughs> that and then now i regret doing that as everyone whoever quit piano lessons yeah. says uh but that taught me like a little bit about theory that i held with me for a long time and then i picked up a guitar when i was i guess like 10 um and uh yeah, I just made a fuck ton of noise for like years, and then eventually, <laughs> and he uh, still fucking shreds. And I, <laughs> and I still play. Yeah, I've, I've been getting back bass? into it too. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Like not, I'm not technically savvy with bass. Like I can understand how to play it, just because when you play one string instrument, aside from maybe like orchestral instruments, like they're all kind of, it's the same concept, you know. Like you kind of get the idea of it a little bit, 
but I would not call myself a bassist (laughs) by any means. But, um, but yeah. And then like, just like through playing guitar, like I knew, I understood that I wanted to learn how to play guitar mainly as like a function of writing songs. Like I knew that like my objective is to write songs and then, um, yeah. And then just like getting into high school, just like joining bands and shit and like writing songs and playing songs and playing shows. And then, and then eventually like just being around music a lot. Cause I was in a band that wanted to be serious and, it's good to be around like-minded people, of course, right? So um, they were kind of my avenue into like really taking it seriously and like investing in a real studio and like leaving Ottawa and going to Montreal and working with this guy. No longer makes music. His, his name's Frank Schuflar. Yeah. That was the first real studio we ever worked out of out in Montreal. Name drop. And um, You won't forget it though, right? He's, like, I, I view that, like I haven't talked to that guy in probably over 10 years, but I still kind of like sort of call him my mentor a bit yeah. Yeah. because like, uh, being an artist and being around someone because he was really big on writing. He taught me that people have songs written for them. Like when you're 16, 17, you're like, I don't know, you hear a song, you like it, that's it, right? Yeah. That artist Facts. is sick. But you don't really understand like all the steps behind what goes into making a record you like, especially like on the mainstream radio level. Yeah, like, like the, the number artistry, of... Right? Yeah, like like the number of writers that might be on a record or producers. Like you don't really think about that. You just think about this artist is sick. I like that artist and you just think they do everything. Of course. Right? Yeah, like yeah. Kanye, for example. Right? Well, yeah, well, well, Kanye is an example of someone who does do a lot of yeah, things. Yeah. But, I, I, but like, yeah. Got, like, but he, but you are right. That's true, actually. Yeah, that, that that's a very good point. You do, yeah. Actually, that's a better point like than the I. People we look up to is yeah. Like they're not nothing is done by themselves at this point. But like that's why it's so good at this point, right? Well, I agree with you yeah. in the sense that like we're trying to become like um, the Neptunes. You know, like Pharrell, Pharrell and that, like, the bassist, super yeah. cool guy. Yeah. Like, they would make Chad music Hugo. together. Thank you. Chad Hugo. Like, they make music together, but they would also make music for other artists. So, like, Justin Timberlake's album, uh, the one in 2001. With Timberlake. Mm, keep doing the thing where you oh, Justified. Thank you. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> He's on fire, boys. Not <laughs> a boy, Victor Ross. But no, 20, 2001, Justified came out, and that was an album that the Neptunes had written for Michael Jackson. Yeah. So they already had the album written. So like, we're the kind of people that like want to have that material ready for people, or make it with them, and like to be in the studio with like, hey, you want to make a song, and like you're an artist trying to pop off or like do bigger things or like level up from the level that you're at. Take the time with us, and cool. we'll s- sit down, strategize where you're going, who your target market is, what kind of music you're making, what your sound is, and maybe where you should go or what you should keep doing. And like, you know, that's a, that's a really cool that. kind of model. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like bringing in new artists like that and then kind of like helping them get to that next level and like showing them like, okay, maybe this is the best avenue based on like your vocals or like how you sound. Cause you guys have that experience behind you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No, that's dope. And, and it works. Thank you. It works really well as a team because yeah. like I'm an encouragist, like I'll get you in your zone and like feeling good and like pushing it. Cause like I do the same thing you do. Like you're yeah. in the studio, you're trying to go hard. But like in a sense where you get to be with Victor where he's like, well, maybe it should be this or that. So like the way that I see Victor and I's relationship is like, I'll come up with 16 ideas. Yeah. He'll minimize them to the right four. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, I can just give you 16, not to say that he can't make them, but when it comes down to me making my own product or my own portion, I'll always like a minimizer in my group. And like what you said kind of earlier is like, what's sick is you guys even make music together. Like you guys showed us some unreleased tracks and like I hear Victor in the vocals, you know, I hear Marty party. Like that's super unique and I think that's super sick. And I guess, um, Marty, how did you get into music? Like, you know what I mean? Like were you singing from a young age? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, tell me about yeah. it. Tell me about I was that. singing from a young age. Um, I took singing lessons. Like I'm adopted, so I have like parents that are from here. I'm in a very fortunate situation. And they push um, you to sing? No, they just like pushed me to do whatever I wanted to do. And like, I want to follow my brother's footsteps, 
by playing like hockey, playing soccer, but I had my own interests and passions and making music was one of them. Like not making, but just music in general. Mm-hmm. And like one thing that I, sidebar, one thing I really believe is like all the music you hear in your entire life subconsciously gets downloaded to your bank. For real. Because somehow I'll listen to a song and I'll, I'll think about like like a time in my life and that song is like that, that like loophole to get me to that memory. So keep on going. Sorry. No, no. But dude, like that's Hundo. crazy. Hundo. Because like, yeah. Like everything you've heard, like even going to church or whatever, like all those melodies and rhythms and hymns, like video games, like TV show melodies, like whatever, like all that shit, you know? Uh, oh, even the, even the songs like when you're GTA, in high school. GTA, when you're yo, through GTA, all those, right? all those radio stations. I used to yeah. go on barriers and be like, oh yeah. shit, you know? Looking for the Miami Vice one. Like, that was you. That was yeah, the Miami Vice. So at a young age, you just you just like always had music, I guess, kind of ingrained in your. Yeah, like I always loved different stuff, and like it added to my bank, and I liked hearing different things, the radio, whatever. And yeah, I, I ended up um, doing singing lessons, a bit of guitar Sick. lessons, but like for like a year or two. Who's your favorite artist then? Like oh, from Little a singing Wayne. standpoint. Like, oh, um, can, like, him. You try to mimic <laughs> Well, I'd say The weekend is a good idea to go with. That's good. Okay. It's like the most generic. I always give you generic ideas. Like, okay. But like, honestly, like my inspirations for this album have been Chase Atlantic and Polyphia and Manila Gray. So those are names that maybe you don't Where's know. Where's Manila Gray from? Vancouver, Manila. Okay. So Manila Canadian is like legend, in the Philippines yeah. and Gray is yeah, like yeah, Vancouver's no. the Gray. Yeah, she's a Filipino artist that's living in DC, right? DC? BC. For yeah, 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 yes, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, they're, they're from there. Yeah, they're yeah. representing that whole shit, bro. Okay. They're hard. That's awesome. But sorry, I'm, I'm rambling a little bit. No, no like the answer to the question was like, yeah, I listened to some music. I did some little lessons here and there. I played guitar here and there. But, you know, I just like music. And then I think it was when I graduated high school, the last year I made some friends because I wanted to be more social. Mm. And um, I met friends at work, and we started, like... That's when I got introduced to hip-hop music. Yeah. And I was starting to study it and be like, who, how does, you know... What was 10 years ago? Like, who, who were you studying? Lil Wayne. Wayne. At the Lil time, Wayne. Lil Wayne was on fire. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. He was doing everything. I'd go back home from high school and go on, like, any website, he just dropped a song. And he was at the last feature the last four minute 50 he's seconds you don't listen to anything else yeah. you skip right to Lil Wayne's verse and you yeah. go what the fuck he was on fire you know what yeah. I mean a milli right around those times <sighs> craziest yeah like that, the card every to this day when I got a water ball in, in the machine <laughs> I type in C3 I did it today I did it every day bro C3 why the Carter 3 bro Lil Wayne's <laughs> shit so anyways he was like my whole idea of like I want to rap it's, he's a smart person I'm a smart guy I skipped the grade. I was like really nerdy. So I was like, yeah, I'm like socially kind of not where I want to be. But like I, I'm intelligent in the sense that I love poetry. And like maybe Lil Wayne is my bridge to like finding this out. So I studied that. I loved it. I listened to it a lot. Freestyling was my thing. Marty Party was a name that was given to me. You yeah, know, yeah. What's what does Marty like Marty Party mean? Like it was just given to you, like by whom? So like that summer when I graduated high school, yeah. I went to a uh, workplace and I met made some friends and they introduced me to places and that's what I kind of how I met you guys yeah. too, like uh, four years down the line. Yeah. Yeah. But like I was like, oh, I I want to I want to meet more people. But I remember yo, you would always be on like your poetry and like your rap. Yeah, and, like, always like, in the grind. Like I'm like really I'm gonna present myself even yeah, to this day, bro. bro. We were we were hanging out fucking two three days ago. 
with like he was rehearsing doing guitar and i'm yeah. like i want to freestyle and they were freestyling and i still want to show my chops yeah. it's still a part of I me i respect that though bro honestly yeah. i really respect that about you bro it's like because i've seen you like five years ago like probably even longer bro let's be honest like like we're, like, time flies probably like six seven years ago but you were always in your grind committed to that you low know respect I mean? bro cheers to you bro yeah thank you cheers, respect really. respect but no honestly like just to keep keep it short i've been rambling for a little bit you know but it's it's um yeah like that that got me to start to like freestyling and then i met these guys we go to parties and i wouldn't mind being the one person like if i only know you and you know everybody else here i don't mind showing up at the party I don't mind. Like yeah, that's right. like I don't. I, I want to meet new people. I want to start fresh. That's important. You know, I don't know enough people. I want. I want to. I want to recalibrate. I didn't murder nobody in my background, but I didn't know anybody. I don't know no. myself. That was the kind of struggle I had ten years ago, which would lead me to be like, well, what's my party trick? My party trick is I can freestyle. Ah. So at a certain point in time, if you know we have the attention of people hey can we put on some beats and i would steal the show i love spotlight i love attention you know what i mean and i could really be in my element yeah. and show the best of comedy? myself kind of but it's not good you know <laughs> <laughs> just you know, stupid comedy no yeah, real good no, jokes it's yeah. like a lot of people who like being center of attention not necessarily like saying that i think music was that but like a lot of people attribute comedy to the same feeling of that right i agree entertainment all eyes on me type thing yeah. for sure i'm just not as smart as they are and i'm not like witty with my words in that sense i don't know how to load up a joke but i definitely do know how to catch a fucking rhythm and that's one thing i realized is i was like you know what i like this and i gave up on it you know when i met you guys i kind of was on the way out i was like well it's not making me any money i did my own videos i tried by myself i don't know how to work these systems it's not going to work for me i went back to school and i met him through a friend of a friend and i'm like well thank god i met somebody who is not only able to do all the machinery that I want him to do, but has been in a band and toured, so he knows all the instrumentals that I don't know. I don't know chords. I don't know notes. He knows all that stuff. He's also a good singer where he can sing to my level even better than me and push me to sing higher. So when I go to the studio and I go, I'm going to sing it like, ma 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 ma. He's like, why don't you bring it an octave high? And I'm like, ma 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 ma. And all of a sudden, it's a tough session. I thought it was going <laughs> to yeah. be easy. So I thought it was going to be easy. Give us something. It's it's recorded. It's gonna be given to you. <laughs> you know, that's what you get. But like, I don't know. Like, it's it's gonna be there for real. Like, like all all the music recorded is really fucking crazy, and he's gone through it like sixteen hours a song, mixing every level. So Yo, I can't just sing to you right now. I was it's gonna, gonna be say, as good as what Victor, he does. Like, like for you, bro. Like, I feel like music's always been a part of your life. Um, when it turned into a business, did that affect music at all, or like, did that affect like uh, what you were what you were letting out? Um, I think in a positive way. That's sick. To be honest, um, I guess like when I started, when it became a business for me, I think like at the beginning of it, it was a business in the sense where like I had a I had a role to play as like the technical guy for for like the first year and a half, two years. Like if people would just show up with their like beats they found on YouTube or just some kid produces beat and like I want to record on it and I had a microphone and a preamp and shit. So like people would pull up and record whatever. And, um, which was still great. I'm still doing music for a living. Like that's still great. Yeah. But, um, I, I think I put like the, uh, the creative in me to bed for a while. And, um, yeah. And then like, I think like, like part of why, like our, why we work so well together is because like Marty was one of the first people to like allow me to open up like the creative void that I'd been hiding away, you know, like, and, and challenge me to like make beats and like 
start ideas from scratch and like not just like press record over some YouTube. And like one of the first sessions we ever did was kind of the session you're referencing where like I, I pushed you to go up an octave on a, on what a hook. What beat was that? That was not the Ray oh, Shermer one. It was not problem. I, look, I listened um, back to it two weeks ago and I'm like, it wasn't problem. Problem's in the same key. It was, but for some uh, reason, I always feel like that moment was like you made me sing a key up, and I don't remember what song it was. I think it, whatever. I've, we'll have to we'll have to look for it. We'll have to look for <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, like uh, wow. I think it was forty. Mm-hmm. Oh, 40? I think is what it was. Forty, yeah. Because yeah, you sang high banging. on that, bro. I know that damn. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying cool. to go back. Cool, into that's the, actually so cool. I think that yeah, I like, like this is like the early yeah. Like, oh my god, <laughs> I don't want to sing too loud in it. I'm gonna just hit up a shorty. You go go down with the forty, uh. Yeah, no, that nice. loud, bro. bro this is like too loud. This is like <laughs> the this is like okay. the weekend, bro. Like 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 the voice is not like fake. Like well, you, thanks, you have to so, like this guy's this guy's. Oh, here. I know, and I heard your voice here. there too. He's a vocalist. That's the thing that people don't understand. That's why I want to come here. Is like I am a very fucking awesome artist, and I'm very narcissistic. I believe in myself. I'm gonna be there, and he's gonna be there to help me no matter what. Yeah. But this dude has. The, the lyrical skill, like, bro, the shit we're working on now or what we've already done, or, like, I hope you guys listen to our discography. Or, 100%. Like, what do you mean? We yo, 100% this will. guy is so fucking talented at writing that I feel at some moments when I get presented a song, like, he'll give me, like, a whole beat, a whole song with the verse open, and I genuinely believe I can only ruin this. Like, there's no way I can fuck, I can do anything to fuck this up. Because it's so good. No, man, that's huge. It's so good. Like, it's so good, like the way that it is. You're scared to fail them. Like, right? No, no, no. Like, I'm narcissistic. I believe in myself, and I end up making it no, happen. because like, like, I'm the shit. But he, it's so goddamn good. You know, maybe that's a weird thing to say. But like, it's it's like I get mesmerized by my own partner. I'm no, like, but it's not though. That's God special, damn. bro. Like, 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 I think that's, and yeah. honestly, that's why the music that we heard out there, the unreleased that's tracks. Amazing. That's why we're all out there dancing. Like it's a music video. There, there was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight people, and we were just banging out as if it was like a like a big hit. You know what I mean? It's because that chemistry you guys have with one another, bro. Chemist. Like, like you know what I mean? <laughs> Damn. Well, th- that's kind of it's kind of funny <laughs> that you walked into that. That's the hot shot. That's the hot word. Bring me a shot, bro. Yeah, you gotta get a video. Yeah, yeah. No, it's awesome. Like I think Ricardo hit everything. We have our own shit. No cap. I I I almost said chemistry earlier myself. Yo, that yo, that's more than a shot. But so like, I love how Ricardo hit that, but it's actually really true because like. To be honest with you, like I seen you doing music. Thank you, bro. I seen you doing music and like I thought you guys were really good mm-hmm. together. Yeah. I think you guys are amazing. Jeez. Because I, I kind of what my thought process because like I've always loved music, but I think you guys kind of figured out what you do and what you do, it benefits both of you. Right. So well. So well. Mm-hmm. Like marketing, just talking, like even to just having the support system. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Well, for sure. I mean you, Everything you touched on is is 100% correct, but more more so than that, like I ju- I just think that like we come from cuz we did this like independent of each other for a while, but like we were all making music in the same space. You know what I mean? Like I think we kind of came to a realization that like we make a lot of songs together kind of by accident, you know? We're just like we have a night just like off the Tito's or whatever the fuck and we're just at the (laughs) studio and like we just like make a song and like we really like it but we kind of understand oh there's no avenue for this like we haven't like created a reason to and then like when the when the pandemic hit I was like well fuck it dude we're not doing anything like here's a bunch of shit like this is when Marty was sort of talking about me opening up poems right like 
I had a bunch of songs that like I just started and like beats I'd made and we put out our first project, The Come Down. It was a super low key project. We it was kind of just like for fun, really, at the time. But um, it just made sense. It's like, dude, what are we doing? Like we're two people. We've been doing this for well, a while. Well, can I can I say that at the time I had an album that I was gonna put out that you and I were making together, and it was that's like also true. Yeah, fourteen. No, What's dude, that bring on the night and that 20 songs on that file that we made from scratch together Mm -hmm. and some of those songs we made a video for and never came out it was like a weird time man like we were always going to be a fucking squad regardless but it was at the point where like he is his own artist making his own shit under ghosts right and i'm already party but he's also rip victor the producer working for a lot of artists He's also like this guitarist that works for the people. He has a lot of faces, right? But he's always a creative making poems, writing down some shit. So at a certain point when we have this album that we're working on, like everything I do is with him. So my album is with him, right? We have a whole album shooting a video. We didn't really like what it looked like. We're like, ah, table it, you know? And he was like, hey, like I haven't gotten to be my artist in a while because I'm so busy. I have these poems. And I was like, god damn, these are fucking crazy. Like... Yo, I could only fuck these up. I would ruin them. Like, they're so good. You know what I mean? Like, you're so amazing. Like, this is crazy. And that ended up being the come down. And he was like, why don't we do this as a thing? And I'm like, oh, can can we? <laughs> like, can we be a thing? And like, one year passes. And now he's like, hey, like, we should go meet this videographer in Toronto. His name's Dragon Andic, which is a good segue to our videos, right? He's all, all from the same video guy that we're fucking working with. These are video um that's the director. last video that just came out, right? Yeah, I want it all. He's the videographer for it. Sick video. And, uh, thank you. So yeah, sick. that guy did a great job. We had a great time. We did a really good job on that shit. Like I'm happy with it and everything. But like, he was the one to say, "Hey, why don't we go and meet up with this videographer and and, and meet this person?" And um, one thing led to another, and then we ended up, you know, investing a lot in our careers. That's what, that's what I was gonna say. Like, like what, what was like your train of thought when you're like, okay, we gotta get into video now? Was that just like social media, like popping, and, and you know you had to market yourself, or yeah, well, yeah, I mean, um, of course, but um, like I feel like the struggle for us a lot too was like, um, you know, like I I think that like when you're um. When you decide to really invest in yourself, especially as a creative, like you just want to figure out like what's the f- like fastest way to maybe not the fastest way to climb the ladder, but it's like like this is the product we want to put out, and we're looking at something that is a huge label budget going into something, you know, um, and we're we're kind of you sort of need to figure out how am I going to do that myself, right? Like if you really want to stay within a budget and you want to focus on like marketing and building an audience online and whatnot. Um, so like, yeah, like when we ended up going to meet Dragon, like, like our mindset was like, well, we'll meet a bunch of creatives there because we understood that like, you know, being guys that like, we've been doing this for a while, you know what I mean? And like the the social media era for us kind of ended, you know, like we're not like super active on there, especially like me, like working in a studio every day. Like if I'm in a studio 60, 70 hours a week, like. I'm not like what am I posting? Like like it's complete silence. We're in my old life. and we Most don't want time. bad attention. <laughs> it's just like yeah, it's like it's but not like, so much that social media want. could like really leverage like stuff too. You know what I mean? Like, well, it's not that it's, 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 it's an overall 60, good or bad if you have thing. Sixty hours in a studio, I feel like yo, Game you just changer. showing like people like how you like, no, like yo, do your engineering. Yo, content. It's really well, that's actually content yo, that I that I'm in the process of of putting together. That's our that's our fucking struggle right now. Content. In the aspect, of, like, do you want to do like a doc about it? Like, do you want people to see a long form of it, or 
like YouTube. I think that like I think that like we do want to do an eventual long form thing. It just needs to be uh, the right timing. Like I feel like for this project that we've been working on now for about a year, or over that probably like eighteen months Dude, now. Dude, yeah, what? Um, Wait, when is this project releasing, and what is it called? I don't want to say a release date yet. I have one in mind, yeah, yeah. but there's just a lot of shit up in the air right now. But that it's like, called. It's called. Um, I can't feel a thing anymore. Is the name of the project, and it's uh, it's dark. You know. Sad um, boy shit. Yeah, you know, it's very, like, we kind of, like, dug, de- dug deep into, like, what we really wanted to, you know, we really wanted to discuss a lot of, like, there's a lot of self-destructive shit on there. There's a lot of, like, escapism on there, you know. Um, and, uh, it, like, I feel like the, the color palette is, like, a deep red, you know? Like, yeah, that was yeah, kind yeah. of what we were going for. And I think that, like, um, you know, we were talking off camera earlier about, like, um, like, I think going into, like, going into the project, like, we just had, like, a bunch of songs, and then we ended up cutting them at all these different studios. Like, we recorded, like, three records at 669 in Toronto. We recorded two records at Orange Lounge in Toronto. We recorded one record in my house, and then we recorded four records at Audio Valley. And you have the line about where you are in, like, Slide, Orange Lounge. Yeah, yeah, the address is in, yeah, in Slide, too, yeah. So, like, like that was, like, that was a record that was recorded there. And so it's a bit of a, like, I look at the album as a little bit of a timepiece as to, like, what we were going through. And that was just, like, moving around a lot. Life was chaos. Uh, our journey with this, with this new videographer, Dragon, that we just met, and we decided to just, like, we're going to fully invest in this idea and have this guy creative direct everything we're doing for this project and see how it goes. And, uh, and we were kind of playing ball, like to go back to like, originally what you were asking was like, um, a part of that logic was entirely to do with social media and content. Cause we kind of understood between each other that like, we're not good at this. So we kind of need to just like outsource this a little bit. Like we need to find yeah. someone who's tried and true good at this. And ideally somebody who's on the come up himself, somebody who like has something to prove, um, that is already kind of a few rungs of the ladder ahead of us that we could like maybe link up with and uh, open up our project to him and hopefully he'll take it to where it needs to be. And like all of the, all of the content that like we post is entirely like Photoshop by him, uh, videos, obviously all of them were by him. Yeah. Yeah, That's dragon. Yeah. So what made you be confident in dragon? Uh, well, what, when we met him, it was at his event. So, he had this panel called Moments uh, last November, I want to say, November 2021. Okay. And this was like around the time when we were cutting this album. We were like probably 50% through recording it. And um, I organized a, a group of guys from Ottawa. Like, let's just go to Toronto. There's this panel. There's this director. <clears throat> he's uh, he's an XO house collaborator. Let's go. Uh, let's just go see what the panel is. Let's go meet creatives. We didn't think we were going to meet him. You know, like we kind of just. At all. Yeah. We were down there on the way to Toronto, and so we're you like, guys have those connections also. Though. We're not gonna meet them. Uh, yeah, I, sure. We, we worked for them though. Yeah. Well, I just asked because like, it's hard. Like, like, how do you get in those rooms? Right. So you get like, in those rooms, thing, right? You, you, with, you buy. You, we, so here's bro, what we did: was we, humility yeah. is a key thing, but honestly, bro, material. Like at the end of the so day, money, mon- money buys everything. Pay, pay right? to play is a real thing. Yeah. yeah no, that's what we're doing right now. <clears throat> so explain but, to us. But but like to get to know him, I think that it comes down to like humility, which is experience gained. And also, skill and longevity potential. Silver tongue. Silver tongue word. Well, yeah, I, I work in sales. I've been in sales for twelve years, so yeah, I know that. You know, I know how to get my way in. Like when he was bringing us to the panel, I knew that when he opened up the que- the floor to the questions, and I'm sitting all the way back at hundred people, I'm like, hey, 
Would you work with artists that are have a low budget? You know, and that's how we waited in line to go talk to him. And I was like, hey, I was the guy. Like, I'll, I'll, sick, I'll go, I'll go. And that's why I respect you guys. You're the same way. You know, you got a chance to leave no stone unturned. But at the end of the day, it comes down to fucking realistically, are you good or not? Are you good or not? Talent. Do you do you spend ten thousand hours into this or not? Absolutely. Is really what you're gonna live and die by or not? What are you really falling back on? Like, are you really all in? You know, and and if you're really all in, like, how do you stand in your field? Who cares? Who cares? Nobody has to care, bro. Nobody has to care. You know, who really fucking cares? Like, you have to get to the point where you realize, all right, bro, this is really rough. This is really tough. Like the way that I judge artists or whatever, I'm mean. The way I judge celebrities, I'm mean. So it's like, what if I put myself there? Like, what if somebody's mean to me? Like, how am I going to react to that? Well, I'm putting myself out there. So obviously I can take that. the same way, right? No, you have to realize that's how it goes. Yeah. And, and you, the only people that go there is because they believe in what they're doing. They don't care what you say. I, like, I love what you said thing. though in regards to like, are you really putting in 100%? Because I feel like a lot of people don't realize like you actually have to put in the work. Go like a lot of people deep. are like, they have the dream, you know, they half-ass it. Oh, why isn't it working? And why isn't it working? Yo, you got to sacrifice to the point where you're like, oh my God, what the hell? And here we are right now, bro. We got no money. Like, we're fucking struggling. This guy is working fucking 11 hours a day with random artists. I'm working 40 hours a week, and I'm going as much as I can. Same here, here with the podcast. You know, men's are working, and men's we are grinding. Yeah, we're in Ottawa. Ottawa. That's and, and that's why I love, though. That's why I really love is the fact that, like, you know, like, this is this is what it's about. It's like you got to put in that really in that initial work, bro. And but follow, follow your passions. Follow your dreams, yo. Yeah. We, we can all be full-time 40 hours and not making music. 40 hours and not doing shit. a podcast yeah. and not doing that. But, but, but you know what? We're... we're we're doing it and we're putting our work and we're putting our efforts in, you know? 100%. Like to be a millionaire, it's 80 hours a week or like 70 hours or 60 hours at the very least. At a shitty job though. It's like, do you want to do what you actually like? Yeah, that's make no, money? Entirely no, but true. like if uh, I'm, yeah. I'm working a 40 hour, 40 hour a week job type thing and like making a good amount, but like, it's not what I want to do for my life. It's not my yeah. career. So it's like, I got to spend 20 or 30 hours or 40 hours or 60 hours the next week on top of that. To be, that's no, why but I, I, um, uh, are you familiar with the book Rich Dad Poor Dad? No. Because I read that on, book and it's on. a super sick book and it talks about like always be focused on your own business. So if I ask you, what is your business? You're not telling me your job. You know what I mean? Like my business, is, yeah. Exactly. Like, like 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 a lot of people are like, oh, I'm a lawyer. Oh, I'm a nurse. No, but what is your business? Like your brand, like, what is your like business? Instagram you know what I mean? And with shit. you guys, it's like it's like we can go we can go beyond that, right? We can be like, okay, this is your business, right? And I feel like that's so important. That's to hard. have something else other than just like what you label yourself as your income. Like just have something else like like that you're passionate about. You know yeah. I mean? And I feel like that's kind of like the thing. Like, dude, at a certain point. Like, I want to get better and better and better and better. And, like, here's the situation I'm in, right? We're in different situations. We're together. But, like, I feel like I'm very – I feel like I – when I met Victor, I was on the way out. I was going to quit. I was going to stop. And Music, I had to prove right? myself to this person who was already opening a studio to artists. Yeah. And he, he, he's luckily saying, oh, the first time that I got to open up and make these for somebody, bro, I'm lucky I got to meet him. You know what I'm saying? And I have to be better and better and better than every other person he's working with. Not in the sense that they have to be terrible, but I need to compete in a sense where it's like the NCAA. Like, yeah, like I need to yeah, be the number I one draft respect. pick. Yeah. So it's like whenever he's going to make a band, I've got to be the guy. I am in my dream position. I always told him, like, I want to be your champion. I want to be your champion. I want to be the guy that, like, 
this nigga is like, we're going to make tracks together and we're going to spend all this time together yeah. for real. And now we go to Toronto together in his car. He picks yeah. me up. We go together. We go to his fucking family's crib. We're chilling. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Thanks to me being connected with that's this family. guy. That's where family, I'm like, that's yeah. fam. And like, I wanted to earn that relationship because like, I respect the guy. I see where he's at. I, see, I know how good I am. I know what I can do. But bro, if, if he's here, like, what are you talking about? And, and the point that he's actually lit like that with me, yeah. I'm like, bro, I have to convince my friends all the time what we're doing. I'm like, hey, by the way, it's not just me. It's him that's too. It. And he's like, oh, I'm like, guys, guys, guys. If I didn't know him, I wouldn't be doing this. I wouldn't be here. Oh, well, you're the face. You're the guy. I'm like, guys, whatever you want to see it as white, black. Like, I don't know what's going on here. This is, a, this is a new duo. Nobody's been the white and black duo, producer and rapper. Like, it hasn't been on the field. But our music is at that level. So when we compete with these people at that level, we go, damn, bro. We got to be all in for real. Like, we can't be, like, half-assing shit. You got to be trying your hardest. I look, I look around me. Dragon's working with Nav. He was on tour with Drake when he was with the Migos. Yeah. I'm like, okay, so I can't be fucking around here. Like, you know what it is to be at the top level. Like, that's where I'm trying to get. I want to, like, earn my way, sneak my way into that c tough competition. Like, cutthroat shit. Everybody there is amazing. Thank you so much, man. Oh, geez, Thank you so much. You, like, cutthroat competition type shit. And I want to prove myself there. Like, I want to do more. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like in Ottawa, like, sure, we're here, you know, but like what they always say, like, move out of your city, go to the big place, right. whatever, and compete <laughs> there. But like, yo, for real, y'all think you can do what it takes when you're there? Like, that's so much fire because like it takes another level of fucking explosion in that volcano. That's and fire. bro, I, Victor, we're, like yeah. being a producer mm -hmm. and working with someone with this much fucking passion and fire, <laughs> how did like, like, like. How does that feel like? You know what I mean? Because yeah, like at the end already. of the day, okay. at the end of the day, as a producer, like man, you're you're making like the magic as well. I feel like the producers don't really get that credit. You know, like 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 Marty said, we're so starting to. You're starting to now. Yeah. I know. But, but, like, but like, how does it feel working with someone that's passionate and also like putting your own creative style as well? Um, I well, you always want to work with someone who's passionate and pretty. Uh, you know, no holds barred with what they do for sure. You know, <laughs> like I mean, like at the end of the day, like. You know, there's no peaches in this stuff, by the way, right? That's mango. In, in the red one? I'm sorry. Oh, you're allergic to peaches? Yeah. Yeah, quick allergy check here. Ooh. Allergy check. <laughs> I'm a little bitch. Perfect. Mm. Yeah. Thanks. No, check the. Check yeah, the are we sure? Fruit punch and mango? Should we? Yeah, check the ingredients. Fruit punch is. Uh, apple, apple and pineapple. Uh, I don't think Vic wants to save them on that, do it's fine. Well, I, I only had one had sip, so it's fine. Like if I if if it has peaches in it, it's not, it's not the end of the world. No, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 We're good. We're good. Three, we're good. Two, we're good. I was wondering. I was like, why'd you give me the uh, the orange one? Now I know. Sorry. Um, sorry. Sorry. No. Sorry, Vic, we're we're Vic. rolling. What this is? This but yeah, Vic. Like, uh, tell us a, a little more about the relationship, even to just being like the producer mm -hmm. and being the one that people just kept bringing people to, right? Because like I think as a producer, it's like. You're the one who's going to make the magic. Right. They'll just keep bringing you the weapons, right? But you don't know how to use the weapons because, like, every weapon's different, right? Uh, well, I mean, like, that's that's how you differentiate a good and a bad producer, right? Like, I, like, I think at the end of the day, like, I'm, like, I'm just lucky enough that I've been around a lot of music for a lot of my life. And I grew up in a part of Ottawa where, like, I was constantly exposed to different things growing up. You know, like, I wasn't constantly listening to one thing and I was 
uh, so like I'm passionate about a wide variety of different things and like the best thing about working behind the desk is you don't have to be one thing and I feel like that that was a that was a box I put myself into a lot being in a band and like I think that that's why like um, you know, you know when you're really like investing your all into something, but you have this inkling in the back of your mind, you're like, yeah, this isn't gonna work. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, realistically, that, it's like, yeah. you know, it's like a fucking bad marriage. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Or it's like, it's like at the end of the day, it's like you kind of understand that, like, you know that, like, you want to do different shit, but like, you're gonna stomach whatever you got to stomach to figure out who you are and like to get to the next fucking bag. You know? Yeah. Um, and like, I, I think I went through that a lot being in a band, not because I wasn't happy with the band I was in or happy with the music we were producing. It was great. But like, the thing is, is that like, I knew that just from what I've been exposed to, like there's more out there for me and like, I want to subject myself to whatever that is. So like the, the good thing about being a producer and like in the neighborhood I grew up in and shit is that I got to do like, I got to do Afrobeat one day. I got to do fucking like, I've done jazz. I've done like traditional, like Somali music. I've done like hip hop a lot, obviously. Um, you know, I get to do R&B, I get to do pop. Yeah. You know, I get to do all sorts of different things. And, like, I think that, like, this is all shit that, like, like depending on what day of the week it is, like, I want to listen to a different one of those things. Yeah. So, like, I think that, like, yeah, you're, 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 you're being given different weaponry, but I feel like the more studied you are in it, it's like any field. You yeah. study, you know? You just figure out, you, you learn... Like, who are your influences' influences, you know? Like, figure out, like, what, like, what do these people like and what do they do and how can I utilize myself as a weapon to adhere to whatever they're going for? Who's your motivator besides, uh, like, recording DJs or, like, producers? Like, who do you look up to? I guess, like, who do I look up to? Yeah, yeah, like, three, like, yeah. um... <laughs> Like producers, give me the top three producers. Well, you're top you're you're producers. in this you're in this thing going on for like uh, so that's for mixers, sorry, right? It's like, oh, that's yeah, that's that's different. Yeah, that's that's more for for yeah, that's the, that's the thing, right? Is like there's so many fucking hats. Like if you have a studio, you have to wear like three four hats if yeah. you want to like. What are they? Um, recording engineer, mixing engineer. A lot of guys consider themselves a mastering engineer, and a lot of the a song lot of guys writer. songwriter, producer. Um, and then a record producer, you could be a vocal producer, you could be a beat producer. Eight. Like, there's so many. Yeah, that's seven, I think. You, no, you named eight. I named eight? Okay, yeah. well, there's a lot of fucking yes, shit you gotta do. Yeah. At least a little bit. Right. And I think that, like, everyone who makes it in the industry as one of those things yeah. has a, a, a decent understanding of what all the other ones do, anyway. Yeah. I think you just find your, your, your niche eventually and you just go with that. But, um, so, I mean, like I'm inspired by a lot of different people that do a lot of different things. So it's a hard question. Cause like there's people I look up to in so many different fields. Who are you listening to like fucking to Before mix our album? Here. Like, no, to mix it. Cause it was, oh, it was, was 899. He was listening. He was on his text. <laughs> he had 20 minutes in his life to read his text. And I'm like, I'm going to leave him alone. And I went to Uber here and I'm like, I want to read his text. I'm like. Fair enough. We spent like five hour drives together and like my rambling to him. I'm like, you know what? Take your I, fucking I think time. that after a certain point, like doing like when you're behind the scenes and this is like a shitty cop out answer to this question. I think listening to music kind of becomes your job because I think at a certain point, like you stop like this sounds dismal, but you almost stop doing it for enjoyment. You do it to study. You know, yeah. you do it to figure out what's hot right now. Why is it hot? What makes it good? Shit. So like, I'm I think, I think that, that like to a certain degree, like there's certainly a lot yeah. of artists growing up that maybe inspired me, but I don't really think that like they have a lot to do with what I do now necessarily. Yeah. And on top of that, like if you're a producer, if you're a semi or an actual professional in, 
in any industry, but especially like in a creative one, like you have to f talk your own shit. You know, at the end of the day, like you can't look up to anybody really. You have to put yourself on that same pedestal in your own head. So like you have to look at yourself like it's not about like who I look up to. It's about what makes me different, you know? Yeah. Um, but like along the way, you're gradually going to grab things from other people that you're inspired by to some degree for sure. But um, but yeah, like like every day is different for me. You know what I mean? Like I've got That's like sick. I've got like street artists that put me on to like underground rap shit all the time. Yeah. I got people putting me on to shit like it's crazy. So like I, I like I hardly listen to music for enjoyment at this point. Like for me, it's all just like studying. Yeah. You know. But that's how you know you're, you're really like into it. But, like, yeah. when, you, when you talk well, about it, like, to be. you're studying it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's what I mean. Like, you have to be. Like, yeah. you're like really like the brains of it. Well, you're talking like, about what is your business? Like, this is my business. Yeah, you know? so, it's your I love. love that. It's your love. Yeah, yeah love absolutely. I'll just say, okay, I'll question both of you. What's your favorite track you made together? Mm. We'll start with you and then Leave you. Leave me to die. And the reason why I'll tell you after he tells you his title. Yeah. Oh, uh, the favorite track we've made together. Um. I was quick because I've always said this. Like, yeah, so I know, <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, well, I mean, leave, it, leave, it, to die. Like hey. leave it to die is a hey. good story. You know what, though? I'm going to say uh, the, the track we just put out, I Want It All. I'm not going to say it's like, like, it's not my favorite track as far as like, I think this is the best song we've made. But uh, but I'll get into my reason after you. But I'm going to say I Want It All and I'll explain uh, why in okay. a minute. Are you sure that's your final yeah, answer? Yeah, that's my answer. Okay, okay, okay. Let's, okay, let's see. What's the reason why? Because he's heard me say this like a million times. Like, Leave Me to Die is a song that I initially wrote uh, during COVID times. And it was like my first time actually getting like really vulnerable. I feel like the only time that I was Marty Party, he was an undefeatable creature who was like, he would kill it every night. Ups only, you know? Yeah. Only on the bright side. Like whenever things are going well, like let's talk. Let's never talk when it's like, you know, maybe not going too well, you know, but I wasn't feeling too well and I wanted to talk about it and COVID was happening and, you know, life is going on and I was just drinking like my life away and I'm like, man, like every night I try to wash my sins away, diving into a pool of champagne mm. and I was like, damn, that's kind of kind of hard, you know, it's not, it's not really champagne. I'm not really in a pool, you know what I'm saying? But like, yeah. damn, bro, that's a bar, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, yeah. all right, like. I'm on, I'm on, I'm on that poem right now, and like I kept, I kept going on with it, and I was like, writing like, sixty-eight bars. I went to him, and he was like, "That's pretty cool," and by that time we were making a lot of music together, and that was with some other artists, and we made a song together, and it's called "Lost in the Night," which is like. Is that not what it's called? Or is it Toxic Tendencies? Toxic Tendencies. Was yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's the real name. Yeah. That's just yeah. what the session Regardless, was what happened is I was with this other artist who I fucking respect, you know? And, like, I love this guy, you know what I mean? And, like, I want to give him my best product. I feel like my best product is worthy to give to him. Yeah. It, it's going to be monetarily successful as well. Mm. And Victor said, hey, whoa, bro. You got a 64 bar, 68 bar gear, like, dog, you got like two songs in this bitch. I was like, for real? He's like, yeah, those are two songs. Like, that's leave fine. leave that other song for like something we could do together. And I was like, yeah, that's sick. right when we started to become the chemist. And I was like, I've never shared my shit before like that, you know? Victor, why'd you tell him that though? Why did I tell him, oh, like, oh to make two songs? Is yeah, that or why to save that? Um, well... Uh, for selfish reasons, to be honest, because we were working on uh, talk that shit. Talk we, we, that we were shit. we were working on an album, and like he had a lot of these like dark ideas, and like I think we were kind of in a point in writing the album where we had about six or seven records, and 
a lot of it was stuff that like like there were like maybe two three songs that we'd made together like in the moment and then there were a handful of songs that i kind of just pitched marty that i just like in my own time i had this idea got to the studio an hour early and like just fucking knocked out a demo whatever and sent him something and i think that like in my head i was like we need to we need to balance out the yin and yang of this album so i need you to fucking give me something good so i so i could feel like you're giving me something that i can't yeah. fuck up and i think leave me to die was that moment where you gave me something that i can't fuck this up and i think that it, it Damn. what makes it cool is that like you didn't even know it was there. You didn't even know. You yeah. didn't even know how good of a song you'd that's written. That's why I love seeing you know? stories so much. Yeah. yeah. So like, I understand your emotional attachment to it. But that's what you need to super like sick. propel you guys, right? Well, like, absolutely. But like, you know, it, it was just, it was just, a, it was just a good moment. It was a good day, you know. And I'm glad you followed me because you, you didn't want to at first. <laughs> no, at all. I'm so stubborn, and I'm, st I'm just starting to get to learn how to work with you. Like, I'm a stubborn guy. Like, my ideas are mine. You know, they, they're they're perfect the way they are. I was but, like, like, no, that's ours. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I, went, I went. I went okay. I went okay, and, that, and that's that's a part of being a teammate, you know. I was like, well, like I respect you, so like, what's your point of view on that? Maybe I'm not seeing it right. Maybe like we have something else to see, and maybe there is enough. And you know what? To this to this day, I can fucking we'll go on the whip and play that track next. Talking fantasies sounds nasty. I fucking let's play that, that track shit. next. I hold you to but that. But leave me to die is a song you guys heard already, and that's that's a video. Yeah, so there was enough for track. two. Oh. You know, oh, those that's yes. what you separated. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I have yeah, to yeah, hear yeah, them. Yeah. 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 Like, he snapped, that. he snapped. That's so, dope. like, my you do when you sing on it, Crazy. yeah, respect, bro. The Thank reason you. why I like that song is because he split it up and he decided it was gonna be nice. And it's vulnerable in my perspective, but it's also very intricately written. It, it demonstrates, uh, for me, coming from like a rapping perspective, like freestyling guy. Uh, it's a lot about like intricacies and flows and, and tempos and timings and cadences, but I'm going into a pop realm and it's the first time that they all work together so seamlessly. And one more thing I got to say about this song is that when we made the beat for the song, like he makes all the beats, right? Mm. I went up to, it's every Tuesday. So Tuesday I show up, I have a poem, you know, on the Sunday, I made talks and sang the seas, and he was like, cut it, cut it. So when the Monday passes, I go to work, he goes to work. Tuesday, I'm like, hey, we're here now. He's like, man, my machine, my machine is fucking not working. I got to download something or something. I think it was, was like my keyboard. I ended up buying a new on. like magic keyboard or whatever. Oh, yeah. It was like my, my Apple keyboard, I think, wasn't working or oh, some yeah. shit. There was something. Some, something wasn't, and it was just a, it was it a wasn't, struggle. It wasn't like his Making fault that beat was a struggle. Idiot. It was yeah. like the situation where like it's technology being technology, you know? Yeah, yeah. Excuse me, I'm lit. But he um, figured it out, and the keyboard wouldn't plug in. Like the keyboard wouldn't work. He wasn't able to like. Ta -ta 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 -ta. But he was typing in the keys with his index. Because he remembered it, right? Because he's a fucking wizard, <laughs> bro. The notes that he's playing are like like, and and the harmonies to him and shit. And he was clicking them in, and I remember that. Like, my session is, like, from 12 to 9. 12 to 6, we're going, driving back and forth to Long and McQuaid. He's trying to get equipment. 6, I'm like, okay, well, we're not going to record tonight. We're not, you know? That's what you thought. 100%. Because the keyboard's not working. And he's like, well, it's not working. And I'm like, all right, it's, it's okay. But he's still like, you know? All of a sudden, he's, he's, he's clicking the notes. Instead of, like, typing them in on the keyboard, like multiple he's just clicking them and i'm like 
whatever. I don't look. I I, usually, I don't really look. I'm like whatever. Like you should work. I just I do my part. Yeah. My part is mics on go. Like that's my part. Like that I I, I can't. That's ten thousand hours. You know. Like I could do it eventually, but I'm not gonna pretend like yeah I can do that too. Maybe I could. You know, but I have to learn. And like that's why I like this guy because it's like whoa, what's going on there? I kind of want to keep it a secret. You know. Yeah. So it's like he's doing something and then all of a sudden we got a whole beat going and the song came about that evening. Once you were clicking, I kind of lose. Yeah, I think, I think the whole thing was like about two and a half, three hours just like punch us in. Did I, did I give you the verse that day? I don't remember shit. I don't remember. And that I, I, all I know is what I've been saying. Yeah, yeah. Be it was a long time ago, but, but yeah, it was shit, magical. Shit wasn't working, and, and that's it, why yeah, it came you, together. Wow, that was a long answer. Like that was like a fifteen minute answer to like, what's your favorite song off the album? Well, that was no, a loaded question. Leave it to die what's your, because what's your favorite song? Yeah, yeah, because of all of that shit. All right. Yeah, yeah. That's my answer. No, I okay? love that. I love that. What about respect, you? What's your reason respect. behind your favorite song, bro? So I, I said I want it all, and I think, um, I think a reason for that is because. Uh, it was sort of my first uh, attempt at like singing over like a synthwave instrumental, mm-hmm. and like my first time kind of being inspired by like that whole like time period of like the '80s synth music and shit. And like I think I just, it was just something I really wanted to do, and it was something that Marty had already done, and that we'd made because we have a song that like uh, which we could speak more on. What but song? Uh, well, because no, it's like it's one of those songs where it's like in a year we're gonna like we're yeah, we're, we're re- it's it? one of those songs from like two three years ago that we recently decided we're gonna revisit on my album Bring oh. on the Night. It's one of those songs. That yeah, on oh, his Bring yeah. on the Night That's album, rap, but he's like, we made this drop? song. Oh, okay. Look off camera, okay, off camera. After all this shit, we, right. we'll we'll play it for you. Guys. Okay, okay, okay. That's okay. But like, Go but ahead. it's one of those songs where it's like it's so far in the future that there's so many fucking hurdles we gotta climb to figure out like all the logistics and all that shit. So I don't want to speak too much on it now, but I remember like we made that beat and like it's a beat that like it stuck with us for three, four years of this fucking of all the growing pains we've gone through. So like it's important to us, you know, and like I remember thinking like I've never given myself this type of beat, like this sort of synthwave beat. I've never tried it. And I think that that was like uh, Marty was my gateway into producing that style of music. And it was my first opportunity to try to do something over it. And like, um. I think because of that song, Leave Me to Die came about. And I think because of that song, like we have a whole other project down the pipeline of like pretty much entirely synthwave music. And like, I think that like, it's interesting because like we started making this shit and then all of a sudden the weekend drops Don FM and we're like, Oh fuck. Like we're on the right kale. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we're on to something. Let me just say something real quick, bro. Like whenever I'm on some like tight beat instrumentals on YouTube, like trying to freestyle at night and shit, like, I found, oh, I'm on a podcast. I shouldn't say the secret sauce, but I'm going to do it, okay? The the, the sauce is future funk. You go on YouTube, look up future funk. And and it's it's, it's, it? No, it's an hour long of like 80s Japanese. Synthwave is the same. They're like like the old school, like fucking, um, like what are those cars from like Need for Speed Underground 2? Like those like old tuners. Uh, What's it called? It'd be a GTR. Going down, going down the highway in a pink skyline. And they're playing some fucking like Sailor Moon type of like type shit. Bro, I'm telling you. Hella Japanese inspired. Let me tell you something, bro. Hella city pop inspired. Let me me tell you something, bro. I'm going to go on this phone right now. I'm going to find you the beat, Night Pretenders, that little... um, the weekend I had on his album for out of time, that beat was on the shit I found. So I looked up 
drunk as fuck a dumbass on YouTube. <laughs> Looking stupid shit. I found the weekend's beat, bro. I went, this nigga's in the same pool. The shit that I, the shit that I like, that I fuck with, yeah. that's the vibe right now. Yeah. That's what people are selling billions of records to. And that's been a vibe Stadiums. for a while. And, that's and been on some like underground shit. House. Like a lot of the... House. We get that. Well, it's it's we right. get so that. Like future yeah. House, that's our future shit. House is another yeah. underground genre. I'm gonna find it for you right now. No cap. tapping into, right? No so but, it's like, I'll lead you through a yeah. ride. And it's like... It's the same idea though where it's like it, because because mainstream music is entirely a game of like what underground sound are we going to capitalize on now? And I feel like, you know, being in the internet era, being in the age of information, like we've, we've, tapped, we've tapped a lot into things that are just revivalism, like in fashion and music and culture, period. It's just because we're like, we now know about these things. You know what I mean? Like, it's so easily accessible. Like, let's fucking, you know. Yo, y'all, I'm sorry to cut you off. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Keep going on your point. Oh. Why? Is that not it? That's hey Marty, if that's not the song, like. Uh, well, that's the well, that's the city is, pop this record. This is just out of time. Yeah, oh, you yeah. can't. You, you probably can't play that yeah. unless okay, you guys then, sign that. No, unless you guys sign the song. <laughs> don't play but, like, a song. But now that I know what that is, you midnight. Know, Marty, don't play just because, like, unless you guys are gonna sign this off, we'll get copyright. No, no, that's not their song, right? it's Boys, song. no, it, this. It's not. It's not the weekend song. It's, it's the song the weekend sampled in in one of his beats on his most recent album. But still, we shouldn't play it. I'm not playing it. Can I say the name of the song? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So like Midnight Pretenders from Tomoko Aran is the exact same beat that he used for Out of Time. Jeez. The exact same beat. Like there's no difference in the octave change, tempo, different instruments. The exact same thing. So like these are the types of songs. Like this, look at this picture. Yeah. Like that's yeah. the yeah. kind of vibe that Future Funk is. Go on YouTube, bro. Look it up. You're gonna find your next single on the radio on there. That's crazy. So like, what yeah, our we're, job we're is, a big is revival like, what's next? Yeah. Remember, that was Madonna, right? That was the future vibe back in the day. It was Madonna. What's it called? It's a. It's another female. Like it was a lot of that. Like talking female. about like share. Yes. Like with no, the auto tune and all that. Not share, but it was like that very poppy. Like it sold itself at the end of the day. Yeah. Well, pop has always just been an amalgamation of every other genre. Like, let's just all put it all together. Yeah. But I mean, like, that's what mainstream music is, is like, let's just be inspired by everything underground. Let's steal it. And then like, let's make, like, if you listen to a pop record, you're going to get a Travis Scott reverb delay effect ad lib in there. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And like, you're going to get trap drums in every fucking pop song. Yeah, But that's why I like the idea of, cause like I wake up every day and I go to the studio and I make trap beats most of the time. Right. Whether that's. Whether I'm making trap music or whether I'm making pop music or R&B or whatever the fuck, 95% of my palette is going to be the same fucking trap drum kit. And that's mainly just because like we, this, the trap wave has been going on since like 2014. Like this has been, well, yeah, well, Chief Keef is a big part of it, but like at that point it was underground and then they stole it. Right. Like, so like, that's essentially like, you know, it all stems from the same thing, but like, you know, like Atlanta being as popular as it is, you know, like every genre of music now is the same fucking Roland TR-808 kit, like, compressed and sampled in different ways. So, like, that's why I like I Want It All, is because this is, like, this is our gateway to maybe what the next wave of pop music might be. Like, let's get ahead of that. Like, let's start making... And, I mean, like, you know, you saw, like, Tory Lane's Alona Prom, you know what I mean? He's trying to do the same Amazing. shit. Amazing. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, we're going we're gonna to try to jump on a wave ahead of time because... 
we know that like eventually this is where it's going to go and then do a leap of future nostalgia right oh, like it's still man. it's the same shit it. it's like we're just going to resample a lot of old and like i've been into a lot of pop artists that have been doing that like since before it was like charlie xcx is my favorite artist right mm-hmm. now right as far as the pop sphere because she's like constantly like He's ahead of telling me that ahead of the years. so like years so like so for me like you know i'm like i'm excited about this idea that like that like i wanted all songs like i wanted all leave me to die like we have an album of a bunch of like trap beats and shit but like we have a couple songs on there that kind of dictate where we're going with our sound that's sick and i'm sort of excited to kind of let those breadcrumbs out of the bag you know, hey, I love it. Hey, it, sounds, it sounds like you guys have been working on like some magic, like very intentfully. You know what I mean? Like, Yo, like, yeah. Like, like, well, you have like, to. Like, at a certain point, you have to. I know, Yo. but like, like that's that, that's amazing to hear, yo. I guess like, is there any like mo- like last like plugins? I guess you guys want to yeah. give to the audience or because I, I know you guys are brewing something. You guys are so cooking when's the, the chemist drop. No, they that. already said that. They don't want to give a date, right? <laughs> no, like, no. I have a date. A little like, teaser, I, a little teaser. I have a date, but, like, I don't want to say the date, you know? It's yeah. one of those. What October, week? November, what at least what? at least month. Okay, we're going to say we're gonna say early December. Early December. Early December. It's going to be cold it. out. It's a Before cold Christmas. album. Before Christmas. Before so. Christmas, ideally. I can't feel a thing anymore. Ten tracks. Yeah. I, I'm amped to hear it, yo. It's awesome. Like, guaranteed. Yeah. Oh, you got a question? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, swap in, swap in. We have to hear you. We have to hear you ask the question. Producers in. All right. So, um, Vic, you're wearing a shirt that says "The Impossible Possibilities." Yeah. Uh, so for both of you gentlemen, because you've definitely overcome some impossible possibilities, what's your favorite one to date? The fav- my favorite impossible possibility. If you don't have an answer, I have one. Well, you go go first. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just let you load it up. You know. Yeah. Uh, let me let me think. <laughs> yeah, I'm, this I'm is ado- why we're a duo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I'm adopted, you know. I have I have white parents, <laughs> so yeah. every day is an impossibility to me because like it's kind of weird to. That sounds so corny, but like every day is kind of weird, you know. I'm a I'm a black guy adopted in a white family, and I want to make music. Do a you, lot of challenges in that. Do you find like that that itself created like a bunch of hurdles that you had to overcome? Or yeah, I feel like there's nowhere that I'm meant to be. There's no role model for me. Like I'm a role model for me, and like I have to be the role model for somebody. And like now I'm getting older. I'm like turning thirty in March, and I'm like, yo, I learned what I've learned. Like it's time for me to be what I am, and you know, hopefully let that be something. Mm-hmm. And I believe in what I do, so hopefully somebody can Can learn from that in that that sense, or, you know, I don't know, fight through the hard time. You know, jump in. I know you have a couple things to say. Um, Well, I would say that, like, you know, the shirt should should probably say the impossible possibility, and that is that, like, we, you know, succeeded everything we're trying to do, you know. like it's just the same fucking corny answer at the end of the day, you know. But it's like it's like realistically, like I don't think um, I don't think we've overcome the impossible. I feel like everything we've overcome have all been possible hmm. up to this point. And I feel like our next objective is to do the impossible and to show people that the impossible isn't impossible. So yeah, I guess that's really my answer is like to fucking get in there and really do this and hopefully influence culture and influence you know those to fucking do their best at whatever they want to do. That's awesome. So leave us off with this. What would you like to tell our audience? Last two things. Yerp. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. That's... <laughs> Yo, Victor. Come on. Well, what well. do you want me to, like, what, like, what kind of, like. 
don't know. I feel like that was a good note to end it on. So like, we'll let Europe. Uh, Europe, I I resonate with Europe for sure. Pause. Let's go. Um, yeah, I guess yeah. Like, yeah. All right, yo. Thank you everyone for who's made it this far, and uh, make Sorry. sure you like, comment, and subscribe, and we'll have all your you know your Instagram handles up there too. And uh, peace, guys. Take care. Yeah, stay Don't tuned know. for the album. Stay Europe? tuned for yeah. the album.